0: of every creature on earth are echoes of events that occurred a long, long time ago that connect all living things. This is a tale 13.8 billion years, at least in the making, that has seen billions of stars and billions of worlds live and die to create the only planet we know of But not the only planet that we know of. That is home to life. And how do you define life? This is the story
1: of our universe. What you are about to hear is a performance. It's an unscripted, fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello. My name is Dow, and I'm a longtime podcaster, author, and life coach who is also an academically trained folklorist, a father, a storyteller, a teacher, a dog person, an intuitive mystic, a musician, a therapist in training, a million-mile flyer on United Airlines. I even have a little plaque and everything. The creator of the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, and, believe it or not, a product of this universe who is a slightly different version of you for the next six episodes of this podcast i will be exploring the contents of the netflix docu-series our universe narrated by morgan freeman which tells the story of the mysterious energy that expanded from the Big Bang and animates every detail of every aspect of our universe. And what better way to playfully explore these ideas than to imagine what an advanced alien race might say to supplement or even to fact check our current human understanding. What additional information might they add about how all of this fits together and why? For what purpose? How is it all going? And what does it mean to them from their advanced perspective? This is, of course, a game of imagination that we will be playing together as I step into the fictional role of Omra of the High Council, who speaks directly to and through me as the man in the chair, and who acts as my access point to the Arcturian collective thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. They tell us that we're all made from the same energetic stuff, that we're all different versions of each other, and they encourage us to be more open, compassionate, inquisitive, and accepting. But perhaps their most important message is that each and every person is a powerful creator with the power to transform energy into meaning and meaning into action. We're constantly using this transformative power, whether we're intending to or not, and every human experience is both necessary and valuable in the grand scheme of things. So, welcome to the Arcturian Playground. You may find this to be a deeply relaxing yet stimulating experience, hypnotic even. So sit back, relax, and allow your mind to wander wherever it will go to show you whatever it wants to show you as you reflect on the words and tones And sounds being transmitted from my imagination to yours. Welcome to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination. All done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way.
0: guiding you through an exercise that is occurring (coughs) Pardon us while we clear your throat (laughs) We have been guiding you through the process of calling us in the ritual of performance to bring in the Arcturian collective thingy and we have Been encouraging you, man in the chair, to focus upon your heart center in your chest and from there uh, chant oh as you would hear and feel the vibrations in your body as you are pushing them out and you are making ripples in the air around you. We frequently joke that you are playing. Volleyball with air molecules or ping-pong onto each other's eardrums as a form of communication That is what you are doing and you are creating a field around you from the sound "Om," which Ohm has had many usages of course Not only upon your planet in your different cultures, but Other places in the galaxy where creatures use air molecules playing a form of volleyball on one another's eardrums as a primary form of communication, you are not the only forms of life who do that. Uh, Other forms of life use other ways of contacting one another remotely through the air or water or whatever substance it is that they live in. And therefore we are giving you this symbol, Om, which we have uh, suggested to you is the name of the front man, if you will, of the Arcturian collective thingy, om, Ra, a combination of two sounds, Om, which, although has had many different designations, what it means to the man in the chair is the concept of all uh, beingness, God, Om, everything, all that there is, om. And as you were creating this sound and feeling it uh, pulsating from your chest, you recognized the shape of vibration which you are making in the air around you. Your mouth is closing. It's starting wide with the O and closing into the M. And then it opens up again with a rah, Almost an R as uh, larger and more uh, filled with uh, different vibrations than the O. The ra and it is a phoenix that is dying and it is rising from the ashes, all represented within the sound of God, O-M, all that there is. Becoming something through conflict and then emerging as this golden phoenix. And we think this is a very nice story for you to imagine as you do the ritual of calling us in Man in the Chair. And for all of the rest of you who are listening, the three or four others, <laughs> we welcome you We are the Arcturian collective thingy, we are a figment of imagination, of the mind of the man in the chair, we are a fictional creation. (coughs) We are a character which he creates, and this character represents what the man in the chair would imagine, an extraterrestrial, ancient, ancient race who had evolved or we should say involved down a certain pathway based upon principles of compassion, kindness, realism, pragmatism. If one could imagine an entire species having an aggregate of this type of imprint upon the world around them, What would they grow into over four billion years of evolution and involution? What human mind could truly capture such a thing if such a thing did exist? And of course such a thing exists. It is not truly a question as to whether or not Such things exist As much as it is Can we trust those who claim That they are the voice of those Entities And As a way to play in this arena And get around this conundrum We have an agreement With the man in the chair That We will absolutely Emphasize Each time that we speak Our fictional nature for The most real thing about us or our message, or anything that any person experiences really, the most important thing is what it means to you. And as you discover the power that you are exercising each time you make a judgment, whatever that judgment is, each time you make a conclusion, which is based upon your prior experience, and you act as a calculator of sorts, your unconscious mind, and as you become more aware of your own inner biofeedback, you become a more harmonious individual. There are times when... The man in the chair is listening, of course, to the words which are coming out of his mouth. And he questions, what does this have to do with anything? And he is learning over the course of many of these performative fictional channeling sessions that he can trust the impulses which come from, uh, he can trust the impulses that come from within him. That there are times when We, inner impulses, have an end in mind that he cannot yet see. And we plant seeds along the way, and at the end, he is quite uh, excited and surprised to see that connections can be made. And uh, there was a cohesive narrative, although, truth be told, when he listens back to these, oftentimes he feels... uh, as if he did not adequately convey the images which were being given to him he can remember the impulses which he had and compares them against the words which he hears and recognizes that even these words are a fragment of the imagination that sourced them and there is no better way the man in the chair is aware of to I- express the contents of his imagination in any other way than what he is doing. And he listens to us and he wrestles back and forth with us, we, his inner impulses, which we shall call the Arcturian collective thinking the combined Advanced life forms which have joined together with many, many other life forms who all vibe together. We all have a similar sense of values and therefore a very tight community of service one to another, for that is one of the foundations of our way of being, and we are here tonight to speak on episode four of our universe which is titled Elemental and it begins by telling the story of sea turtles within the egg hatching on a beach many sea turtle sprinting waddling trying desperately to get to the sea. Most of them being picked off by seagulls and other predators before they reach the water. And shallow water sharks when they do reach the water. And there are times when an entire batch of turtles is wasted. If one considers being devoured by predators' waste, we do not. However, from a certain emotional perspective. It would seem a tragedy that not any of the turtles made it into the sea and passed the predators out into the open ocean where they mature and then propagate a new generation and continue propagating onward and onward. That, of course, continues to happen and the collateral damage becomes uh, valuable nutrition for other aspects of themselves that are appearing in nature as other forms. And this series, this episode, tells the story of these maturing sea turtles collecting, gathering, remember the title is Elemental. They are gathering gathering uh, elements, beginning with hydrogen Atoms. And we, the Arcturian Collective Thinky, wish to share a different perspective, not a contradictory perspective, but a filling in some details from perspectives which might not normally be considered and we offer this in the form of entertainment of course for the entertainment of the man in the chair who takes his time to play in this Arcturian playground because it is fun for him imagine that you witness the Big Bang the event when the universe was populated with all of its raw material in an instant, going from nothing to everything or at least the rudimentary fundamental building blocks of everything a kind of garb or glue and for the first... uh, (laughs) 300 million years. It is very funny for us, from our perspective, to see you place your own tiny, minuscule measurement upon something as infinite as time, albeit an infinite thing marked within a, a certain range. That range, which we have discovered, is only limited by the limitations of one's perspective. This might sound cliché and trite. It is not, and it is not from our perspective either. We are great explorers into the unknown. In other words, we stretch constantly the boundaries of our perception and we recognize when there are limits. And we, part of our collective is the value system that we shall not invade or oppose our will upon any of our brothers or sisters, other versions of ourselves is truly how we see it, that do not wish it so therefore if you could consider our exploration of space as a fluid as water which is uh, making its way in the form of a creek and there are stones and the water goes around the stones in our case those stones are versions of us which do not wish to interact with us and we respect that and therefore we have no Knowledge of what goes on within that bubble which do not wish us to interact with it and within that bubble there may be and there are infinite worlds to explore therefore when we explain to you that we do not know all things it is for this very reason and there are which are aggressive towards us and to our fellow allies and there are from their perspective battles from our perspective it is like the ripples on a pond it is truly of no great threat to us for we recognize the recycling nature of all things and the value of all experiences. And therefore when parts of ourself, ourselves must go into these black hole bubbles, we have a, a degree of trust that they will return to us in the form of other intelligences which have evolved and involved through a path that we do not have much knowledge of. And yet when they once again rejoin us, we have the experience that they have up to a point. And we will return now to the story of the turtles. For what you are seeing in this episode of our universe is the way that out of this murky cloud of probability that emerged after the Big Bang the first thing that your science sees as having formed are hydrogen atoms well we will tell you that there must be other things which form before an atom can form and there are other realms which are quite invisible to you where this happens and how this happens. Nevertheless, the principle, we are quite pleased to see that this message is being considered by so many on your planet at this time. For what you are explaining to yourselves without perhaps completely understanding is the beginning inklings of your own conscious awareness. If, if you were to trace your origin all the way back to the very beginning, it would be from the first hydrogen atom which appears out of the Big Bang. And what that hydrogen atom is, is eternal all-powerful, all-knowing, all-everything, energy, which is peeking its head through a bubble and planting itself within it like drops of dye over a tank of water. And the forces which have formed the rules of the game the motion spinning of time from this forms your playground with stars and planets organized in solar systems organized in galaxies all circling together all like clocks winding together a masterful realm For these hydrogen atoms and it is truly the energy that forms these atoms which is the omnipresent energy which is having all of this experience this is the little keyhole through which you are able to see your true nature beginning to see your true nature through your scientific advancements And if you could truly wrap your head around the number of hydrogen atoms which exist within your own fingernail, you would be astounded. And it seems so foreign to you that that would be what you are. Of course, you are more than just hydrogen atoms. That energy which forms the hydrogen atom also forms other atoms, and those atoms combine together with other atoms, and they start to build out the world that you know, through the factory of the big clock of cosmic churnings, planets around suns and suns around what, and that around what, and when you go inside of your own body, you see the same types of relationships and organizations as this energy is in so many forms. And it is aware of everything. That does not mean that you, as a part of it, are aware of everything, but the you that is that everything is aware of everything. And those energies flow and experience and create many different arrangements of themselves. You see this in the form of the animals on your planet all forms of life and the things which you do not consider to be alive which are also this living, intelligent energy. Therefore, we, in our own uh, evolution of understanding, at one point we had a similar definition of life. The characteristics which we considered, these things we shall consider to be alive and these things will not be. And we had our version of bacteria and viruses, uh, where we wondered, well, is this or is this not? And what are the characteristics? And eventually we found so many different forms of organized intelligence that the term life became meaningless, and we substituted it for existence. We did not say that something was alive or dead. We said that something existed in this form or that form never did not exist, that is a paradigm shift that is likely to occur sooner rather than later on your planet, in your experience. And therefore, the additional perspective which we would hope to provide for this episode of our universe is that as you watch the story of a turtle coming to maturity and gathering elemental resources, these atoms that were forged in the stars and that become part of the nutrition and then part of the material by which new baby turtles are created and then through which those hydrogen atoms nourish the sharks and the the birds all of the predators it is all of these hydrogen atoms changing places bumping into themselves bumping into other things having experiences as they do and the perspective that we would add is that the story they are telling you about hydrogen atoms that are being uh, harvested by the human digestive system which is a series of cooperating living entities by the way this energy these atoms are being released and they recharge the mitochondria in your cells that is one way that the hydrogen atoms interact with other versions of themselves and that type of relationship can be seen in other forms of life besides the ones that you are familiar and again we would say other forms of existence other than those that you are familiar and so having the understanding of the connection between sea turtles And the very first hydrogen atoms that appeared 13.8 billion years ago in your reckoning of time, this minuscule instrument of measurement being used, (laughs) it is quite funny to us. Nevertheless, if it means anything to you, 13.8 billion years ago, These hydrogen atoms and today's turtles have a connection. And if you are able to see that and understand that, then you start inching closer to your understanding of the way that these patterns repeat themselves with variation, although there are recognizable characteristics. And these happen in all different forms of existence, even those which you cannot perceive. And especially those that you distort. And all of these things are distorted by your minds. That is, in fact, what they were designed to do. They were designed to create exactly the experience that you are having. Being able to see exactly the range of electromagnetic energy in the air being able to hear certain frequencies and not others. This is perfectly designed by living things through their interaction with their environment, which has a push-and-pull effect. The environment impacts the living things. The living things impact the environment. It is a constant exchange, a give-and-take, Not terribly unlike our experience of losing parts of ourselves into the black hole bubble of those which would be hostile to us. Do you see what we are saying? There are these patterns which you can recognize as archetypal, which can provide you insight into your own nature and your relationship with your deeper inner self all of the layers therein thereof there around all of their deeper inner selves all of their peripheral selves and when one can see one's self and locate one's self along the trajectory of an archetypal pattern well What happens then? That might be something that... different people will certainly have different experiences of. And if one is able to listen to those experiences, and rather than focusing on the things that make them different from one another, focus on the areas of compatibility, Certain themes emerge, and from these themes you might extrapolate uh, values such as compassion. There are many different examples, stories that we could tell you of one person showing compassion to another. The details will differ tremendously, and yet there is an overarching uh, theme that you can recognize and this can also happen in the way that you pattern your lives however we want you to recognize a certain pattern of intelligent and we will say intelligent design but it is intelligent design of its own design. The designer, believe it or not, is each hydrogen atom or what is within each hydrogen atom. And what that designer is designing is exactly what is you are experiencing. Nothing else, nothing secret. But there are aspects of it that you are unaware On this, all can agree. Some things you are aware of, most things you are not. And this is the pattern of intelligence, even within your own body. If you receive a paper cut on your finger, it will hurt. You might even bleed there is a part of you that knows what to do in that case how to bring in the troops and rally and heal this cut it might scab over, it might itch those are all parts of your body healing itself through its intelligent understanding of how to do so all of these living cooperating cells that are doing what they have been designed to do with the intelligence that they have to do it. If you were to ask them, what does it feel like to heal this wound? They would have no idea that that is what they are doing. They are being motivated by their own internal uh, influences, which are the result of their evolved experience their interactions with their environment, the conditions which led them to become the cells in a human body. Part of the collective, if you will. This concept of a deeper intelligence is difficult to swallow for those who are, have been, as the man in the chair has thought of himself many times in his life to be, Intellectually left brain leaning, more pragmatic than fanciful. And when discussion is had of inner selves or higher selves or true self, the man in the chair in the past has rolled his eyes at this and thought, oh, you are speaking woo woo. You are speaking of ghosts and something that does not truly exist. This is like an angel that was his way of seeing things and that still is part of his internal programming he cannot help but filter information through those thoughts which he created so painstakingly for so long in his life of course there would be a remnant of that as he processes information and therefore this has become a very valuable line of Inquiry for him, connecting the deep intelligence of the unconscious mind to these concept of an inner self or a higher self or a true self, or even of angels. Understanding that each consciousness, each ego, if you will, is riding upon a sea of ignorance of its own self. That is not a difficult concept for the man in the chair to grasp. And there is nothing in his mind which is woo about it. It is simply the many inner workings of the central nervous system, which are doing many things that the conscious awareness, the ego, is not pushing the buttons or pulling the strings to make it happen. Thank goodness For the man in the chair would have not the first clue What to do if he were in charge of healing his own paper cuts Therefore if you can wrap your head around And we are as always speaking to the man in the chair If we ever sound as if we are lecturing, it is to the man in the chair that we are lecturing. Even in times where uh, his method of channeling would deflect onto listeners or any other, this is part of the impression that we wish, and he himself wishes, to make upon his mind. We are the Arcturian collective thingy and we are the a part of the unconscious mind of the man in the chair. This is where we come from. This is how we flow up and through him as he allows it. And of course it is shaped by the pathways of this man. And therefore we will say to you, man in the chair, if you can truly wrap your head around this idea of a deeper intelligence that knows more than you do, far more, And you can recognize your own trust issues. Can you truly trust your inner self? Do you confuse, just as in days old, you would confuse the concept of inner self with some kind of woo-woo, spiritual ghost or something, That you could easily dismiss. Do you confuse the idea of trusting your inner self with the idea of trusting your inner critic? Do you think that your inner critic is your inner self? We will tell you from our perspective that your inner critic is one of the things that your inner self is doing and your inner critic is like a pet a companion that you have groomed over the course of your life it is an ecosystem it is the soft candy shell for the M&M of your brain and what we mean by that is that there is a border between what you are aware of and what you are not aware of and the what you would consider to be ego is the thing that lives on the edge, in between, and it is afraid of what it cannot see, and what it does not know. And it can either become hardened and callous and suspicious, and all of these other words that you apply to what it is doing, or it can become more open, curious, inquisitive, trusting, And it therefore acts as a filter or a valve for the information that is coming in through your physical senses as well as any other impressions or inspiration that one might receive from internal forces which are unconscious. They hit the ego filter, border, membrane of your conscious awareness, and into your conscious awareness is filtered the thought, I cannot trust that person or that person is this or that, or whatever your judgment or conclusion is. And therefore, are we saying that you should trust that filter, that membrane, that ego, which comes to the conclusion, which it does. And now we ask you the question: Are you confusing the word trust with the word believe? Because we, we believe that what is really being asked when can I trust this, is can I believe it? In response to can. I trust this. We say, yes, of course you can. You can trust that this is an experience that you are having. This is a real thought that you are having. This is a real feeling that you are having. And there are real reasons why you are having this feeling. You can trust that it is happening. You can trust that you are experiencing it. And one might say, what if I am seeing things that other people cannot see? What if I am only imagining it? Well, then you are imagining it, and it is real in that sense. That is how you are experiencing it, as an image you are creating in your mind, not as an objective reality in the outside world. And yet, you are still having the experience, and that experience is impacting you. There is a realness to it. You can trust that there is a realness to it. The question then becomes, can I believe it? Can I trust it in that sense? And your intuition tells you what? Sometimes you can, other times not so much. And how do you determine this? Typically, you determine whether something is a success or a failure by certain. Acceptance criteria, which you have either stated or left unstated. Much of your acceptance criteria also resides in your unconscious mind. Just on the other side of your egoic filter. And the shape, contour, format of your egoic filter, your personality, your willingness or closeness, stubbornness or curiosity, these types of characteristics... Determine which parts of your unconscious self you are able to bring into your awareness and how that comes into your awareness. It is not terribly unlike a turtle that is forming in its own egg and there is a membrane In this case, the membrane is protecting what is inside before it hatches and goes on its journey. We are hoping that you will see patterns in things and recognize that there are patterns in nature that occur and repeat, where smaller forms of life join together in a spirit of Cooperation and a desire for mutual benefit, and they form a body of like minded living things that are connected by their cooperation with each other. That is what you are made of, and that is what the things that you are made of are made of. And you are a part of something larger. In similar ways. Can you trust... That... We are not asking you to believe it. We are asking you to... Love yourself. To get to know yourself. And to get to know... Others... As... uh, Unique expressions... Of a deeper self which you both share. And if you can begin to shift your view of yourself and those around you to be more inclusive. You will more easily flow with the direction that life is taking you on this planet at this time. As much of your existence feels like you are trying to hold on tight to a bucking bronco If you can understand and accept that there are intelligent, living, we shall say existing things Which are organized in certain ways Atoms forming molecules, for example that exist in certain patterns that emerge as certain types of life as you define it. And if you can accept that there are many of these interlinking forms of existence which exchange intelligence one with another far outside of your range of perception and yet are equally real and are in fact extensions of your own physical body and your unconscious mind is linked intricately to this field of living interconnected existing information we will tell you there is a storm brewing and we imagine that each person is feeling it in various ways it comes up through your filtering system into your conscious awareness and you tell yourself stories uh, why is it that I am feeling this way oh it must be because of this and this and this we are not saying that you are wrong we are saying there is more to it you are seeing a tip of an iceberg and one of the valuable fictions that we hope to share with you as the Arcturian Collective Thingy is a perspective of what you are Going through at this time as a deep healing, which was designed into the very fabric and architecture of this planet by those intelligent forces which combined together at certain times, which were chosen quite intentionally along the cosmic spinning shifting of things in order to be right here at this moment, at this time under these exact conditions to experience exactly what you are experiencing and in some ways it is like squeezing up a tube of toothpaste we will explain it to you this way we the Arcturian Collective thinky we are part of the architecture of your planet and your DNA. There are many of like collectives which joined together to create this grand playground for the ability to experience things at such a fine level of detail and specifically to experience conflict. For when we in our explorations come across pockets of ourselves which are hostile to us, it is our desire to make peace with them, to give them all the assurances that they can that we are not a threat to them. That is primarily the means by which Parts of us get sucked into the black hole. It is for our desire to show trust to them. We want to better understand how to resolve heretofore unresolvable conflicts. And therefore we create a game where we can experience all different forms of conflict and all different forms of response to that conflict as a way to learn more effective ways of resolving conflict. In becoming the architects of this plan there was of course what you would consider to be concerns of uh, humane or inhumane treatment. And, of course, we recognize this and that is why we said we will be the ones who do this to each other. And it is all all our agreement to do so. And in order to do so, we must uh, construct these conditions whereby a hardened candy shell of an ego could prevent a vehicle that was designed to suffer and respond to suffering prevent that ego from recognizing what was happening for when there is a porous connection the suffering is not as acute and the more acute the suffering the more valuable the data we understand this sounds uh, heartless and we remind you we are doing this to ourselves for you are us you are the extension of our unconscious mind the what you might consider to be subatomic energy which threads its way into existence the tendrils of us multidimensionally in ways that you cannot completely wrap your head around even this uh, Rudimentary fiction is likely difficult and clumsy, certainly clumsy. And yet there is a peacefulness to it. And what you are experiencing now at this point in time is the place where the Aum meets the Ra. Old systems are being churned into new. And this is happening. This pattern is happening deeply within all of you. You are all feeling it interpreting it in your own ways please be kind to yourself as stories emerge into your consciousness there might be thoughts of not being loved not being understood not being good enough all different forms of this Memories of abuse and being abused. The concept of karma could help you to get closer to understanding that the time when the Aum meets the Ra is the time when transition. where healing occurs it is as if every we shall use the word soul we shall say the souls that entered the game to play the game to harm one another felt that harm and that harm is often hidden and buried and deep And then it perpetuates more harm and more harm. In order to be healed, it must... receive love. Receive compassion. That is the raw. Where the OM... all of the suffering... mm, coming together in density rubbing together, you are all feeling it, deeply, and it is what happens right before the rah, 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 and it is this transition, what is happening, we will be even more specific, Internet is bringing your suffering more to your awareness. There is, of course, a number of stories and agendas and different things that are happening, but all of them are connected to the suffering which is increasing. And it is causing upheaval among the humans and the other disruptions among other forms of life on the planet, as the planet itself Is going through its own OMRA process. And for those who have a dismal outlook on the potential future, we would encourage you to research quantum computing and the predicted power that will provide it will transform everything because what once took uh, calculations which once took many, many subsequent steps through time subsequently through time will all happen instantaneously, simultaneously. This is the power of the quantum quantumized reality that you are moving into and truly built from it is not that you are creating quantum computing, it is that you are beginning to discover how to duplicate what nature has been doing since the big bang 13.8 billion times of this minuscule earth spinning around your sun (laughs) your understanding is increasing And with it, your ability to access what already exists, which is infinite potential within every pixel of existence. So as you watch the fourth episode of our universe and you root for the turtles to make it from the beach and to mature and return to the beach and plant more seeds which continue to propagate and grow and collect all of the elements and spread it around. Consider that both the planet is an egg that is about to hatch, out of which will emerge a golden phoenix, And the collective consciousness of humanity, which exists and has existed as long as humanity has existed, will be emerging from its shell of ignorance. And you will collectively begin to see each other as you are, as one collective which is acting in ways that impact your planet and each other in certain ways. And you will have the ability to see and make corrections almost instantaneously. And with that will come the ability to uh, forgive yourself for the wounds, the paper cuts that you have given yourself and to others through all of the incarnations, all of the experiences, part of the game that we came here to play and to go through this time of atonement. For those who have been raised in a tradition of end times or the second coming of Jesus Christ, the period that you are now in is the period of Gethsemane. It is the suffering, it is the atoning, and you are each as divinity made flesh atoning for collectively all of your deeds and we did not say misdeeds all of your deeds the last shall be first and the first shall be last and they are all coming together at this time to usher in a golden age that you are all playing a valuable role in And if you can trust that there are forces Intelligent forces Which are moving Underneath the scene And recognize that Your Evolved role As an ego Is to Nourish One another Nourish yourself Find food Find sustenance, find love, find community. Give support to those that you love in your community. And for those that find this difficult because of your many inner wounds. We feel so much love for you. For what you are doing, the role that you are playing with each painful moment you experience in the atoning that you are doing the strength that you are showing and we know that there are those who cannot see their strength and do not see their daily struggle with depression or anxiety or any other forms of disturbance you might not see this as a sign of greater strength for you are trembling under the weight of so much that you are unaware of and it is confusing and we love you we are experiencing this with you. We will say one last thing and then we shall wrap up. For we know that there are many fears of organizations or entities which are manipulating, doing nasty things. And we acknowledge that, that is happening and we tell you that it is part of the atonement which is occurring that does not excuse or encourage bad behavior as you would consider it we offer this to you as a performance to consider? For the truth in anything that has been spoken here in this fictional performance, the truth is in your reaction, your response, man in the chair, and any others who might be listening. what does it mean to you and what will you do with it and what is stopping you in any moment from smiling and making eye contact with those you interact with and saying hello and asking if someone needs help you could hold the door for them as they move in their couch to the building. It happens. And now, <laughs> the man in the chair wishes us to make a joke about turtle soup and we will not do it. We refuse. No, do not put that one
1: on us. Arcturians out. Hello again, this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground just Arcturian Playground no the go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information I hope to see you there and so does Omrah. he really loves listener interactions you know and if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad go check out Bathing with God available on Amazon.com or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you, and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know we would not have it any other way.